Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. This is Rich Springfield, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Back to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. 11.07, 7 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. My partners in crime are here. Lochi Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Um, apologies to Seiko Watch Guy. I just uh, went on eBay. Yeah, I did too. We're- 1976 Seiko watches mm-hmm. are pretty expensive, so I apologize. Yeah, there's one for nine hundred ninety-five bucks, five hundred and three hundred and sixty-six dollars, yeah. uh, two sixty. So I mean, I, they look like crap, but they're, <laughs> <so> <laughs> wow. but, 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 but you know, they look Longoria. like digital Casio. I, I just I don't know. Yeah, Casio. That's what I was thinking of. That's not Seiko. I, I was just gonna. That's probably what you're thinking. Yeah, of. I'm that's sorry. That's what every kid had when he was growing exactly. up. Exactly. Casio watch. I'm sorry, Seiko man. I I. I <laughs> Seiko, man. I forgot his name. <laughs> I apologize. I was thinking Casio. Yeah, yes. that's All what right. you're thinking of. So, uh, apologies to you and your stolen Seiko watch in 1979. Um, I wanted to do reverse mortgages, um, but we have so many. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, what? I've, I've got a, yeah. a great... yeah, you should have heard this. He came in. He came in like right before the no, show. No, don't spoil goes... it. Don't okay, spoil okay, it. Okay, okay. I, I, I was going to plan the second hour. We're going to have a lot of fun with. Uh, reverse mortgages. Right. But we have so many calls lined up for uh, hold-up stories, <laughs> and I can't get enough of these. Okay, that's fine. So we'll do reverse mortgages tomorrow. Can you explain to me? Or, no. At least give me a snippet. Nope. <laughs> Not <laughs> even off air? No. I don't even know. Oh, well, off air. How, you'll off tell air. Me off air. Yeah, off yeah, air. I don't even know I, why he's doing them. I don't understand how you can make It'll be reverse fun. mortgages It'll funny. be very, very funny. All right. Trust me. Okay. All right. We might, we'll have to do that tomorrow, because we were talking about the Ryan Lockie story, the fishy <laughs> story. Uh, no pun intended for the swimmer Fishy story <laughs> that uh, he was held up in Rio. Uh, Lockie's back in Atlanta, but they uh, the Brazilian government pulled two U.S. swimmers off a flight to further question them about the alleged robbery on Sunday. So we we're talking about that. We'll get the latest throughout the night on that story. I just I'm I'm curious if anyone's been uh, ever held up before, and we have full phone lines. People are getting held up all the time. That's crazy to me. That is. That's why we all got to move to Montana. Right? To get Rob's over there. I'm going to move to the Big Yellow Barn in Whitefish. Yeah. Nobody will rob you there. <laughs> Nobody. We'll do our show there. Hey, we could do it. Uh, so let's get more uh, stick-up stories. Walter's uh, Walker isn't coming. Sorry, Walker. Welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going? Excellent. You've been held up? Uh, no, but my ninth grade history teacher has. Uh-oh. Tell me about it. Are you in ninth grade right now? Uh, yes. Okay. So your ninth grade history teacher got held up. How did you find out about this? He told the class? 
Yeah, I just randomly asked him, have you ever been mugged? And he's like, yeah, I came close to it one time. So what did, what did he, what was the so, story? Yeah, so, uh, he, this is how it goes. So him and his college buddy were in Charleston, downtown Charleston, at like 10 o'clock at night. Okay. And they were just like walking down the street. And all of a sudden, these two guys come around the corner. And one of the guys with a knife, he goes right up in front of them and like holds them against the wall. And the other guy goes behind them. So they can't run back. And so then they, he obviously tells them, like, give them all the money and stuff. But, um, yeah, so my history teacher, he starts pulling out his wallet and stuff to give it to him. Yeah. But his friend had a T-shirt over his shoulder because they were just at a party. Yeah. And he just bought a T-shirt. And he just whipped the guy in the face with a T-shirt, and they just both booked it out of there. So he, bought, he defeated a guy with a knife with a T-shirt. Yeah. Wow, that's why we give out WSB Radio t-shirts at all the events. They're a weapon. Thank you for the call. Like smacking uh, somebody with Walker. a towel? Yeah. <laughs> Whacking them in the tush with a... <laughs> yeah. That My cousin handy. used to be really good at that. He would nail me all the time. Really? He would wet the end, so it would really sting mm. you. Yeah, I hated that. Gross. Vic's in Kentucky. <laughs> Vic, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Hey, how you doing? Hey, can I tell you a story real quick before I brought the robbery? Go ahead. When I was in the Coast Guard, we were up in New York City in 77, going to electronic school, and one of the guys in the class, he comes back after the weekend and says, hey, uh, check out this Seiko watch I bought. He was uptown, and the guy opened his coat, opened his jacket, and had all these watches hanging up there. He said it was a great price, and one of the guys says, let me see it. And it was a good-looking watch. He goes, wait a minute. That's How do you spell Seiko? And it was spelled wrong. It was like oh, it was a knockoff. S-T-I-K or whatever. That's awesome. But, uh, he bought a, a phony watch that he didn't even realize you know, he paid way too much for it, but uh, he got took and, you know, should have been known better. But Hilarious. Anyway, so you've been held up, yeah. though? Huh? No, you... my, my, uh, a guy I worked with was. And it, kind of an interesting story, though. We work in uh, medical lab equipment servicing for a big company, and we travel all the hospitals. He came home one day, and uh, he went in the house, and I, I don't know if you remember he said the door was messed up, but he went in, and then he found out there was two guys in the kitchen, and they were getting his stuff. So they had a gun, and they got him, and they tied him up on a chair. And he said, uh, where, they said, where's the keys to your car? And, then, you know, he had to give them to him. And it was a company car, and had all of his company stuff in it. So he said, uh, you know, he said he was real nervous and all, but they, uh, they get ready to head out. And he said, hey, wait a minute. Uh, one thing, he said, now this was up on the second floor in the kitchen. And uh, he said, uh, before you guys take off, there's just one thing that, he goes, you just do this for me. I just would really appreciate it. One thing is really dear to me in that car, and uh, we're thinking, you know, something of some value. He told them, they said, what is it? He said, well, it's, they're in the trunk. They're my company service manuals. He says, I've got years' worth of notes in there for service and equipment, you know, notes and stuff, and, and I really couldn't stand to be without those, and I couldn't replace them. He said they made four trips down to that car, two guys, both of them carrying armloads of service manuals back up to the kitchen and stacked them up on the countertop for him, lined them all up, and brought those in there before they took off. I so thought, so oh they were very, they were nice criminals. All right. There you go. There's the, the point to Vic's story. All right. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. And now, it's time for Blessed or Not Blessed with the Lonely Tailgater. He's the world's foremost expert on what is blessed and what is not blessed. He joins us every Wednesday on the Mark Aram Show. He is the Lonely Tailgater, scheduled to discuss reverse mortgages, but uh, we're shifting gears, Tailgater. That's going to be tomorrow on the program. Uh, Wait, yes, sir. aren't reverse mortgages a form of robbery? No. 
No. How dare you? They were enacted by President Ronald Reagan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The trickle-down guy. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll do, that. we'll do that tomorrow on the court. I guess uh, since you're on here, you've been on top of the Ryan Lochte story since it broke. Uh, is this is his story, not the story, but is his sto- story blessed or not blessed? I'm going to say blessed, and this is the reason that Ryan Lockie's story is blessed. Did you see when he got out of that pool after losing that medley race to no, Michael Phelps? I did not see that. His, it's like, you know, Ryan Lockie's kind of a lunkhead. You know, he's just kind of a lunkhead. But kind the of? guy's soul, it was like it was ripped from his body. It's like Michael Phelps had taken his soul and ripped it from his body. Okay. That's the and only thing that, that point, was stolen. Yeah, that was the only thing stolen. Good job, Longoria. I felt pity for him. So no matter what happened in Rio after that point, I'm going to say Ryan Lochte's story is blessed because I feel sorry for the guy. Was that the same night that he got robbed when his soul got taken? Is that Was that the Sunday? No, no, that was afterward. Okay. So you're saying the story is blessed. It's blessed. All right. Only because you feel bad for him. Yes. He's tugging at my heartstrings. Dude, how about him getting the hell out of Dodge before he, uh, his his teammates? I'm telling you, man, that's that's the greatest race he's ever won in his life. That's that's unbelievable. <laughs> Getting out of Brazil that quick. That's crazy. Is this the last we've him, seen? Man. Is he going to go off the grid now? Is this the last we've seen of Ryan Lockie? Oh yeah, that's it. He's gone. That's it. We'll never see him again. He's not never going to get another. Did you ever see his TV show? No. Unwatchable. It was on a couple of years ago. It was a reality show on E, or I think it was on E, and it was literally unwatchable. What was it? Just him swimming? It, no, it was him like <laughs> hanging out, and there was a little bit of swimming in it. But you know, uh, the thing he likes to say is "Yeah," that's what he says all the time. So it was just like every few minutes, it seemed like Ryan Lochte would just say "Yeah," you know, in the midst of a party or something. And it was like that, that was the whole show. It is, was, is that a blessed catch? Is that a blessed catchphrase or a not blessed catchphrase? Blessed is a blessed catchphrase. Yeah, is a not blessed catchphrase. <laughs> uh, you ever been robbed? You ever been held up? You know what? I think it's got to have something to do with my size. I don't think I'm a good candidate to be held up. 300-pound, half Korean? Yeah, no one's messing with you. Yeah, and I, I kind of maybe, in, in, in a certain light, I look like Charles Bronson from Death Wish. So maybe that scares uh, prospective muggers off. But, you know, I I don't know if anyone's seen Death Wish in the last 10, 15 years. I want to know what lighting that you look like Charles Bronson in. I want to see. I want that lighting. I want you you to look up Charles Bronson at certain angles. That dude's got an Asiatic look. You can't deny he's kind of he's kind of the dude's got a little bit of Asiatic look. Charles Bronson. Yeah, but just because he's got an Asiatic look doesn't mean he looks like freaking tailgater. Like, I've been told I look like Chow Yun Fat. You look like the guy from um, Austin Powers, the the Asian dude from Austin Powers, the big guy that throws a shoe. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that pudgy. Yeah. No. I'm not that pudgy. <laughs> you look nothing you know, like Austin Powers. I'm not that pudgy. You know what? I think I think you know I'm in the midst. I'm working hard. I'm trying to lose some weight. I think if I had a good pair of head on me, that, that'll, I can't rectify that. I think I would look like a poor man's Keanu Reeves. No, definitely not either. <laughs> I, I but more, more Keanu than Charles Bronson. Okay. Give, give me that. Hangover? You, you kind of look like uh, the Iron Sheik. 
Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> oh, I don't <laughs> You know, the Iron Sheik, is, 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 he's still living in Atlanta, right? Uh, off hey. and on. He's, he's struggled. He's hit some hard times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Most you were definitely not do. Charles Bronson. T- send a selfie to me. I'm going to tweet it out. In the in the light where you look like Charles Bronson, go find the light I, in your house where you look like Charles Bronson. The bastard lighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I think that's like alley lighting. I can't recreate alley lighting in my house. Just like the back game. alley lighting. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Oh, okay. All right, listen. Follow him on Twitter. He is a must follow because he is hilarious. Whether he is blessed or not blessed, at Lonely Tailgater. Have a blessed night, my friend. Denise Maunder forever. Amen, sir. No Charles Bronson there. We're going to come back with your uh, robbery stories. Who's been held up? Carlos, Andy, Russ, and Marco. Hang tight. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show. Brought to you by Low T Nation. The Mark Aram Show runs the night. Ryan Lotke, safe and sound on American soil. His uh, swimming teammates, not so lucky, taken off a plane bound for the U.S. out of Brazil by Brazilian authorities. Have you ever been held up like Lotke and his pals uh, contend? Carlos is in Carlage Park. Hello, Carlos. Hey, how are you doing, Mark? Excellent, sir. do Do you know what a zip gun is? Z-I-T gun? Z-I-P gun, yes. I've heard of a zip gun, Z-I-P. but yeah. Not... Oh, yeah. yeah, that I've heard of. Okay. Uh, I attended a parochial school that was directly across the street from a public school. Okay. And there was a gang known as the Peanut Stompers. And um, we used to share the same basketball court. Hold, hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Carlos. Okay. A gang called the Peanut Stompers? Yes. That's yes. the worst gang number, name ever. Okay, continue with your story. I just <laughs> had to include Peanut that. Peanut Stompers. Okay. So we're, we're, my cousins, my two cousins and myself are playing basketball, and we're shooting around, and nine guys from this group come up, and they have two zip guns. Wow, in, in grade school? Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, nowadays, they carry nine millimeters. Not in grade during the school. day. I mean, you know, you get rubber bands and put it on a piece yeah. of wood. And All right, lights up linoleum. So you know. What, so what happened? Well, they wanted our basketball. My two cousins run off, and I'm confronted with nine guys. Carlos versus me, the Peanut Gang, and they gave me a beatdown. Oh, wow. I mean, a literal beatdown for my basketball. But oh, yes. I took out three of them. I got three of them. The next day, when I went to school, black and bruised, they gave me back my basketball and said, we want your cousin. Welcome to the gang, Carlos. <laughs> yeah, well, you've just been clicked in. <laughs> yeah, welcome to, welcome to the Peanut Stompers. That's a horrible Yeah, name. Charlie Brown and yeah, all them. That's, that's weird. 404-872-0750. Marco Lilburn. We need more lemon play. How are you, Marco? Hey, good. How you doing? What's up, buddy? How much? Um, I think I told you guys this story. Um, fifth grade, uh, we had just moved to uh, Homestead, Florida, mm-hmm. and coming back from school and uh, coming up to the house, and I see these two guys at the door, 
And uh, and then I just keep walking up slowly, and they're like, "Okay, we use your phone." You know, this is eighty nineteen eighty. And you're in grade school. Yeah, fifth okay. grade. And um, so I was like, "Yeah, kind of suspicious," but you know, um, sure, I open sure. The door. Men come in my house and use the phone. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so as soon as I opened the door, they just basically grabbed it and just pushed me inside. And um, I guess it was a towel or something. They put it over my head and. They just walked me around and just started taking stuff and um, asked me if there was any money or jewelry and stuff. And uh, show me on me show me on the doll where they touched you, Marco. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, they just tied me up and threw me in the closet, and uh, my brothers came home later. Jeez, Louise, Marco. Yeah, I've never heard that story. Marco. Yeah, no, that's yeah, crazy. Never told that one. You put it. it they- was, yeah, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't too traumatizing, but you know. Was it was it, was anyone home no, at the time? Night. It was just you. No, no, exactly. That's why it, it was right after school. You know, fifth grade. So I was the first one home all the time. My, parents, my mom was at home. Watched. I mean, at work. So I was, yeah, I was the uh, the only one there. You needed to be I a latchkey kid. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, it wasn't too bad. That's traumatizing as hell, Marco. I guess I just you know. Do you know what I, that? I, I bet that incident off. stunted your growth. <laughs> I bet you were so so shocked by that, by by getting robbed with a towel around your head, that your body was like just shut down. Yeah, he was like, on par to be like seven feet. Tall. Yeah, the body's like we're not growing anymore. This is it. We're we're shocked. Marco, thanks yeah. for sharing that story. Jeez Louise, people getting held up. Who to thunk it? Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. All of your calls next after news, weather, and traffic. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Herman Cain and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Hey, this is Tom Glavin, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. He packed in the animals two by two, ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the sun, chip and ham, tell me about that master plan. Oh, my love. Welcome back to the show, 1136, 24 in front of Midnight. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We'll have fun with uh, reverse mortgages tomorrow. In the meantime, we'll continue with your stories of being held up at gunpoint, knife point, towel point, whatever uh, Marco was just held up with following the Ryan Lotke uh, story out of Rio. Johnny Cabasa will join us with Olympics Minute in just a moment. 404-872, just a moment. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Andy's in Alpharetta. Andy, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Really appreciate your team, Longoria, Loti, and you guys really work together. I, I do have a story for you about how I was robbed up in Cleveland, Ohio. But okay. Question for you. Sir. Um, is it all guys so far that have been on the air? No women getting robbed? No women getting robbed. That's good. I think. If you got anybody online, I'll hang up a little bit and answer it. But let me tell you my story. I graduated from Bowling Green State University in Ohio in 1978. BGU. First job out of college, National City Bank, 1982, Friday night. I was working at the East 14th Playhouse Square branch. And I was, I'm born in Germany, so I, I was an early Clark Howard. What I do is I would park like 10 blocks away 
to park for 50 cents, and then I'd walk 10 blocks to work. Didn't matter if it was snowing or raining. Typical Friday night, I went across to the bar across the street, paid my four twenty-five, ate you know, fried zucchini and chicken wings and, you know, fundamentally had my meal, and then I went back to my car. And so I go to my car, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm usually very alert, and, and I put my key in my door lock, and I hear this, excuse me. I turn around, and there's a gun about 18 inches from my stomach. Wow. And, and I was just petrified. The guy goes, give me your wallet. I gave him my wallet. Didn't say anything. Empty your right pocket. I emptied my right pocket. And, you know, I had a couple bucks, you know, and some change from, from my drink that I had bought earlier that night. Left pocket. And then he just turned around and walked away, and I was, I was so wound up. You know, I just didn't know what to do, so I followed the guy for a little while, and then I said, Andy, wait a second. He's got a gun. You're crazy. Yeah, you know, what the hell are you just following him for? I, you know, because I feel violated. I feel like, you know, I'm going to wait till he's yeah. you know, not looking. I'm going to jump him. I'm going to beat him up, and I'm going, wow. wait a minute, Andy. You, you, you can't do that. That's, that's crazy. So, you know, common sense got the best of me. And as a result, you know, I just went back to my bank branch. I called the Cleveland police. They came, made a report. And, and, you know, Mark, there's a little bit more to it. You know, there was good fortune because I had taken $300 out of the bank earlier that day. Uh I was going to go with my good friend Bruce Johnson on a cruise that weekend. So I wanted a little (laughs) bit of spending money. Okay. And something told me. So I put like 40 bucks in my wallet. And 260 in my sock. In your sock, yes. And the kicker to yeah, the story, so, the man that robbed you, Toby yeah. Hara, former second baseman for the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the call, Andy. Russ is in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, how you doing? You know, I learned something today. Did you know Dairy Queen has breakfast? What? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Russ, hold on. Uh, I got to bring Johnny Kilbasa on early. Johnny, did you hear that? Russ says Dairy Queen has breakfast. What? Can you believe that? That's the news to everybody, Mark. Here, I'm going to get to Dairy Dairy Queen first thing in the morning and check this out. What do they have for breakfast, Russ? What are they serving? The, yeah, they opened at six o'clock. It looked really good. It was too late to get breakfast, but the girl was bragging about it, saying they make homemade biscuits and all this. It looked really good in the pictures. I'm going to try it out in the morning. Who the hell are you sure that, that wasn't a dream? Are you sure that wasn't Hardy? Yeah, what's are no, you? Sure? <laughs> it's Dairy Queen, I swear. In Which Gainesville, Dairy Queen right in there. Gainesville? Yep. Breakfast. Who the hell is that talking, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. That's uh, that. Let me let me Google that because I, I don't I don't believe Russ. I don't so. believe I, I believe Russ, no, I but I think they have hash browns. They had a picture of like hash browns with a biscuit, like ham biscuit, and some kind of milkshake looking thing sitting next to it. It sure looked really good. Stumble into Perkins. <laughs> I think he was in Waffle House. Yeah, that, that's a blizzard from the night before, Russ. Right. It just melted. I'm looking at Dairy Queen's <laughs> official website, Chuck. I mean, uh, Chuck, uh, <laughs> Russ. I see no breakfast here, buddy. Uh, I don't know how to prove it. I'll go up there in the morning. I'll send you pictures. Yeah, take pictures. They have blizzards. <laughs> that we all learned you know about. Yeah. Um, they have the double cheeseburger lunch going Where on right now. Where is this Dairy Queen at, Maybe you're Russ? dreaming, Russ. <laughs> no, I saw it today. I was there about 2 o'clock. I saw it. I thought you said you saw pictures. Well, oh, hold on. Dairy no, Queen? No, no. I mean, it, well, the pictures, they didn't have the breakfast. It goes from 6 a.m. to 11. So I oh, they had, pictures. I, I couldn't. they had pictures at the Dairy Queen. 
Yeah, pictures of the breakfast. You know, this sort of. isn't adding up. This sounds like Ryan Lochte's getting yeah. popular. All, <laughs> all right, now I'm looking at the secret menu of Dairy Queen. This is the secret menu. I still don't see any breakfasts. I, it wasn't McDonald's, Russ. It was definitely Dairy <laughs> Queen. No, it was Dairy Queen, I swear. <laughs> sure. I wasn't drunk. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, find what time... All right, hold on. Find what time Dairy Queen serves breakfast. Now, well, it says... I found some off, off-brand off website that might have confirmation. You get the traditional breakfast for $6.19. Maybe it was Dairy King. There's a whole bunch of those in Texas, Dairy King. <laughs> was it McDowell's? <laughs> yeah, was it McDowell's? <laughs> K-W-E-E-N, Queen. Yes. All right, real quick, Russ, have you ever been uh, held up? I've never been held up, but this girl one night in Gainesville, actually, she approached me. And we got a room, a super hot girl. And when I woke up in the morning... You bought her breakfast gone. at Dairy Queen. This guy's so cool. Brand, brand new car was gone. I had that car like a week. Did you close the deal before? I mean, yeah, that, you know, she stole the car. She stole my clothes. I understand that. I but did you, in this hotel did you close the deal, Russ? Oh yeah! All absolutely. right. Well, then it's that's, but, not well, that's a, how she did it. It's I mean, not all bad. You know, stole it's car. not like Costanza got uh, chained oh, to the yeah. bed. <laughs> he got all his clothes stolen. <laughs> and he had like eight dollars, and she's like eight dollars. <laughs> I gave up my whole day for eight dollars. Sue cost me three hundred dollars. Yeah. I got it at Mo Ginsburg's. Mo Ginsburg's. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, just real quick, I had Alewine pop in here and yeah. said he's getting calls to the newsroom and listed off a bunch of Dairy Queens. Uh, in the Atlanta area, Winder being one of them that served breakfast. Well, really? there's there's one in Delonica that opens yeah. at six thirty in the morning, so I'm assuming they serve breakfast. They're not, they're not getting there at six thirty to making. All right, well, Johnny's going to review dogs. that review that tomorrow. In the meantime, though, we got to do uh, ye old Olympics minute. I'm going to miss the intro, Johnny. Uh, every night during the Olympics in Rio, Johnny Kilbasa will get you caught up today on what you've missed. If you have a life and can't sit at home watching the Olympics all day, it is the Johnny Kilbasa Olympics Minute. On your mark. My hammy's a little tight. Right. Uh, on your mark. Get set. Day 17, the U.S. has 93 medals. That's 30 gold, 32 silver, and 31 bronze. 39 more medals than China. Take that. Brazil beat Honduras 6-0 for a spot in the soccer finals with Germany. The U.S. women swept the 100-meter hurdles. That means everyone gets a free broom courtesy of the Mark Aram Show. Jenny Simpson won the first 1,500-meter medal for the U.S. ever. She brought home a bronze. That dude from the Oregon football team finished fifth in the 110-meter hurdles. An American won the men's steeplechase. He got over the river and through the woods faster than everyone. This Olympics world record were set in men's individual archery, women's 10,000 meters, men's 400 meters, women's hammer throw. Women's Team Pursuit Cycling, Women's Team Sprint, Men's Team Pursuit, Women's Team Pursuit, Men's 100-meter Breaststroke, Men's 4x100-meter Medley Relay, Women's 4x100-meter Freestyle Relay, Women's 100-meter Butterfly, Women's 400-meter Freestyle, Women's 800-meter Freestyle, Men's 56-kilogram Total Weightlifting, Men's 77-kilogram Snatch, Men's 77-kilogram Clean and Jerk, Men's 85-kilogram Total, Women's 63-kilogram Clean and Jerk Total, three more days, go USA. And I'm 10 seconds ahead. You got, you got a fill, Johnny. <laughs> um, well, I you said... finished that in the semifinals, but in the finals, 
I was looking to each side of me and let up after 90 meters. Yeah, you're the Usain Bolt of the Olympic minute. Um, I guess the headline yesterday was beach volleyball. What's her name lost for the first time ever, huh? Walsh. Yeah, after I had called the gold medal for everybody. And, and sorry, and you know, I, quite frankly, I'm, I could watch 300 other women in bikinis play besides her because we've been watching her for the last 12 years. Yeah, Fennec used to have a thing for her. No, it was her partner. Oh, the partner, yeah. retired. I got you. All right. Um, so Twitter's confirming uh, breakfast at uh, Dairy Queen, Jefferson Commerce, and Gainesville. Yes. And uh, There's one... nothing I like more than scrambled eggs and a peanut butter parfait. <laughs> That's a <laughs> hell of a combination. All right, uh, give us a tease what we're going to have on the uh, fast food review tomorrow night. Well, after Waparito was on both sides of the spectrum, good or bad, I've got a surprise for you. Something I just heard about this afternoon. you got to tune in tomorrow and find out. Good tease. In the meantime, listen to Johnny's podcast online at johnnykilbasa.com, uh, on Twitter at johnnykilbasa. Appreciate you, bruh. Going for the gold every night just for Mark Aram, bruh. <laughs> Johnny Kilbasa and the Olympic <laughs> men. I'm going to miss that intro. It's the it, it's the best. <laughs> I, I just now I want him to make his own intro. Yeah, for everything. Just because he oh the fast food intro. Yeah, I All just right. want him to have his own. It's amazing. All right, we can do that. Um, let's try to get as many calls in as we can. Limited time left. George is in McDonough. George, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hello. Hey, George. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Excellent. What's going on? You talking to probably one of the blessed guys ever. I've been robbed five different times. Holy smokes! Uh, I drive a truck for a living, and I go, you know, and I, I travel all over the country. Yeah. At one time, um, two, uh, two, two that really uh, bothers me a lot. And, uh, they really make me emotional. Uh, I tell you, I tell you, the last one, the last one made me really emotional. I tell you, in Ma- right here in Mapleton, uh, on Veterans uh, Highway. Yeah. And I was delivering. To a women's store. What is it? What's a women's store? Like Cato stores. What's that? It's a like it's women's lingerie and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. And yeah, so, Chuck goes there all the time. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, all I right. got you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, two o'clock in the morning, I backed into the back door unloading, and I was taking boxes in, and I turn around to go back to my truck. There stood a guy with a forty-five stuff right between my eyes. I mean, oh. literally, literally. But what do you have? You're just delivering undergarments. Hey, well, he, he robbed me. He, he took my. See, that's just that's just poor poor criminal activity. These guys are robbing churches and a, a guy delivering ladies' undergarments. Criminals are dumb. We're gonna do rapid fire your stories because we really don't have enough time. I have some tickets to give away too, right? You do. All right, we'll come back. Final segment, Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Final segment of the show. Real quick, tell me how you got robbed. Dave's in Woodstock. David, how'd you get held up? Everybody clap your hands. Mark that down for Ella. That's one for Ella. Steve is in Athens. Steve, how did you get held up, my friend? Yeah, Mark, twice in my life, once in L.A. when I was in the People's Republic of California in 1990. <laughs> uh, they got away with it, never saw them again. Uh, then two years ago here in Monroe, I was delivering for a national pizza chain, a bogus robbery. I uh, do to some very good police work with Monroe PD. They are now guests of the state for the next 10 years. You got held up in Monroe, Georgia? Uh, with a little 380 stuck in my face. Oh, uh, my goodness. 
Yeah, um, they got called about two or three weeks later. They both wound up taking pleas. They got 25 years with 10 to serve. You like Brantley Gilbert? Uh, God, you got to refresh my memory, brother. I have no idea who he is. But I, um, I don't know who he is, but I got tickets for him. Tony's in Marietta. Tony, <laughs> real quick, how did you get held up? I got held up in 1975 in Chicago, and... Uh, I, I'll keep it clean. Um, going from the L station to uh, my girlfriend's uh, house was uh, four blocks away in a neighborhood that was uh, changing. And uh, these two uh, young men uh, saw me as a sitting duck, which I was because it was at nighttime, yeah. uh, three weeks before Christmas. Did and you get held up with a gun, a knife? Or uh, a... It was a gun, 38. 38. Uh, Nothing like getting held up by a 38. Matthew's in Canton. Matthew, real quick, how did you get held up? Uh, I delivered pizzas, uh, like the guy before me. Yeah. And uh, I was driving through an apartment complex one night, and I saw a group of kids, and I had that big car thing on top of my sure, car. Sure, yeah. you got to love that and thing. I heard one of them yell, there's the pizza guy, go get his money. So as I was coming out of the complex, instead of pulling up to the gate where I have to stop and let the gate open so I can get out, all these kids ran up to the road and then ran up to my window. I was driving out. They uh, told me to hand me their money. I just said no thanks and drove off. So you didn't get robbed? They tried. Do you like Brantley Gilbert? Uh, yeah. All right. Who's Brantley Gilbert? I know he sings a bunch of country stuff. My okay. More Good enough. Fair I. enough. You got you had a guess. That's cool. Um, I'm going to give you a pair of tickets to see Brantley Gilbert in concert, August 26th at Lakewood Amphitheater, produced by Live Nations, and a pair of tickets to the Oddball Comedy Festival, August 27th at Lakewood Amphitheater, produced by Live Nation. How about that? Sounds good. All right, don't get robbed, and don't deliver pizzas. All right, hang on the line. Loti's going to get some info from you. Uh, real quick, our first female robbery victim of the morning, Kathleen, is in commerce. Hello, Kathleen. Hi. Um, I didn't actually get robbed, but my son did. Oh, it was what happened? When he was in high school, he was driving this old rabbit, Volkswagen rabbit. It was literally held together with wire yeah. wires, and he was stopped at a a uh, stop sign in one of the not-so-good streets in Athens. And uh, this guy sticks a gun in his face and says, Give me your money. And Richard says, I don't have any money. Look at my car. I got no money. Uh, you ever been to <laughs> the Dairy says, Queen? Give me your gold. And Richard says, I don't have any gold. Kathleen, you ever been to the Dairy Queen in Commerce? Yes. Do they have breakfast there? Yes. That's awesome. Do you like it? Is it good breakfast? It's pretty good. On Twitter, they said the pancakes are amazing. I haven't had those. All right, we got to check that out. We need to do a field trip. Uh, Kathleen, always a pleasure. Got to run. Thank you so much. Uh, let's do Star of the Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? I'm tempted to give it to Longoria for doing a lot of show prep that we didn't actually use tonight. Yeah, I got like five. But we'll do it tomorrow. Okay. I'm going to give it to Russ. I think Russ gets star of the show, no? That's cool with me. Works for me. I'm down. He he, he broke news. Yeah. He did. Right in Johnny Kibasa's face. That, that's, that's more impressive. <laughs> I was hesitant to believe Russ for a number of reasons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can we? Can I hear uh, Johnny say who's uh, who's t- who's that talking, Mark? Is that possible here at the same time? Who the hell is that talking, Mark? <laughs> That's the greatest. One clip more time. Ever. Who the hell is that talking, Mark? <laughs> Don't ever, ever delete that, Longoria. Oh, never. That's fantastic. All right, Ella, tell Ella we had one. Everybody, clap your hands. I'll have more tickets to give away tomorrow. We'll do reverse mortgages tomorrow. Sanjay's in studio tomorrow. Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review tomorrow. Uh, we'll continue the conversation online, Twitter, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram, WSB, Instagram, Mark Aram. 
Now you can go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.